episode four, Sporting Report Daily. And Joe, we've been hyping up playoff season the past three episodes. It's finally here. Got kicked off yesterday. Flyers lost to the Penguins by a touchdown. Winnipeg goes and beats Minnesota. And Vegas gets their first career playoff victory against the Kings. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. We're finally in the middle of it. Yeah, it's the best time of the year. You know, in contrast, so we, we did hype up the baseball season. And this is about the time where I really check out with baseball. About two weeks in. Yeah, because it's, no, no, for for a quick for a quick uh, month or two for the um, you know obviously for the NHL and NBA playoffs, but yeah, an exciting time and what a way to kick it off uh, last night. Last night was a great night for the NHL. NBA had a good finish too. Um, the Timberwolves and the Nuggets were competing for that eight spot in the West, right? Mm-hmm. Went to overtime. Timberwolves ended up beating the Nuggets. So now both of our playoff pictures are set. We're going to talk about the NBA playoffs. We're going to talk about the NHL playoffs. This is a strictly playoffs episode, right? Nothing better. Nothing no- better. Nothing better than the playoffs. And then we've got, like we said last week, we're trying to get a game in every episode. So we've got our over-under game, which we're going to do, which should be a lot of fun. But we're going to start with the NBA because we haven't talked a lot of NBA. No, we really have talked haven't. a lot of hockey, a lot of we, college college, sports. College basketball, obviously, with uh, March Madness. Have we talked about NBA? A little, a little bit. bit. Last week, a little bit. A little bit with the LeBron thing. But, I mean... Yeah, playoff times. It's a big, uh, it's a big deal. So. Definitely, definitely a topic of conversation across the country. And the biggest story you could argue this year is the 76ers. Yeah, and seriously, um, the process, you know, it's it's been trusted. It's been trusted. And, uh, we can see the fruits of that labor. They're in sitting in third, 16 game win streak, and um, yeah, they're definitely honestly they're a favorite to win the East. I think I think it's a definitely a a much weaker conference. You know, so it's kind of anyone's game. Um, and usually it's LeBron or. The Celtics, you could argue this year, but you know, with injuries and teams underperforming, I think the the Sixers are a good. They're a good pick, I think, you know, for, a lot, for a lot of people. Bleacher Report picked them too. They came out with their playoff predictions this Did morning. Did they really? Huh. They said the Rockets in five, but they had the Sixers Rockets getting to the finals. They had Sixers Rockets. Okay, I mean, Which, I, I can see. I can see them. I know I can see them making the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, I would not be surprised. Right. Them actually winning the conference, I just. It'll I know. I know. You, I think you think, you think they're gonna do it. But, we'll, um, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get, yes, we'll get to but it. we'll get yeah. to that. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll break it down. And this is probably the most wide open Eastern Conference we've seen in a while. Oh yeah, it's not just LeBron versus everyone now. You know, LeBron sitting in a four seed. Yeah, it's which is crazy. A lot more parity. Rolling with the 76ers though, and a 24 game turnaround from last year, right? 28 and 54. Now they're 52 and 30. That's incredible. It's crazy, and. I guess I'll officially ask you now, is this team a favorite in the Eastern Conference? I would say they're a favorite. I don't know if they're the favorite. Right. Um, I know last week I picked Toronto, and I'm going to stand by that. But, um, you know, those top four, you got Toronto at one, Boston at two, Philly at three, Cavs at four. So I think that second-round matchup um, that the Sixers will most likely get to, I see them beating Boston. So do I. A, uh, a very injured Boston team, then that Eastern Conference Finals. I don't know if they if they get Toronto, it's gonna be tough. But, you know, we'll see. They got a lot. They have a nice mix of, of outside shooters combined with um, you know, a good inside play of Joel Embiid. But I think the experience could hurt them. You know, they might. I don't. I don't know if they will be. But there's always that risk that they could just be happy to be there, as opposed to, you know, ready to to win a championship. I think this team is hungry, though. We've seen it all year. Joel Embiid does not stop on Twitter. He's definitely got the personality. <laughs> he's a little he too much for me. He's a little too much for me. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, 
I mean, in this conference, like, why not? You know? Yeah. They've been one of the consistently one of the best teams in the conference. They just got Markel Fultz back, who is who was somewhat on a different planet for the first seventy <laughs> games of the season. Comes back. Forgot about that guy. Yeah, <laughs> everybody did. A couple nights ago, records the youngest triple double in NBA history, oh, which yeah. LeBron's not LeBron. Lonzo, my boy Lonzo, set earlier in the season. That record lasted for about six months because yeah. Markel Fultz shattered it. Embiid's insane. Ben Simmons, Simmons is probably a top two rookie of the year candidate. He's incredible. It's it's either him or Donovan Mitchell. And they've got their role players. Like you said, outside shooting, Robert Covington and uh, J.J. Redick are two of the best three-point shooters in the entire league. Mm-hmm. So it'll be good. I think they definitely – the only problem with them is that when you look at their records this season against top teams in the East, 1-3 and three versus Toronto, 1-3 and three versus Boston. Albeit Boston doesn't have Kyrie now, so that's probably not a good statistic to use anymore. Yeah. 2-2 two and two against Cleveland and Miami, who they're playing Miami in the first round. They split the season series. And then only one and two against Milwaukee and Indiana. That's the top seven. They don't have a winning record against any of them. But you also got to think, I mean, it's all about how you're playing now, you know? Right. End of the year, they're, they're on a 16-game tear. Will they keep that up in the playoffs? We'll see. But there's no reason to believe that they won't. You know, they're peaking at the right time, I think. Embiid is out, though. He's out definitely for game one. We don't know what time he's, yeah. he's going to come back. That's going to be a big factor. That, that is that's true. That's the inside presence that they have. Um, but I think Ben Simmons is he's a guy who can make everyone on the floor better. Right. Um He's definitely shown it. He can do everything. You know? Shifting from the Sixers to another team we were talking about, your Celtics. Yeah, not, not your Celtics, but your, I'm from Boston. your hometown Celtics. Yeah. We'll call it that. It's a good team. No Kyrie Irving. He got that second surgery. He's out for four to five months. What's going? What, how, what do you see them doing? What are their odds of doing anything without Kyrie? Uh, you know, I have their chances being very slim, mainly due to the, you know, the the fact that. That second round matchup, I, I see them getting out of round one. Against Milwaukee, I do. They play the Bucks, right? I do. Yep. Okay. But um, I don't see them beating the Sixers. But I mean, without Kyrie, they're fourteen and eight. Not great. Not horrible, but not um, up to the standard that they were with with him. But yeah, you know, this is a team that you know in the past they've really haven't really ever had a star. You know, you could argue Isaiah Thomas last year was, but... Um, they always had that core of the stars. They never the, had one guy. That big it three? It was more... It was The big three years? Well, yeah, that, I'm talking more the Brad Stevens era. Okay, okay. It's been more of a bunch of role players right. who play together. They, you know, they have their own identity. Um, since Kyrie's arrived, it's been more of a, a star-driven team. And now without him, we'll have to see how they how they respond to that. I don't know. What do you think uh, for the C's? I this is like I think they're the biggest wild card in the tournament now just because they lost their guy but towards the end of the season when they didn't have Kyrie they played pretty well they were 14 and 8 without him which yeah, is not it's, it's, it's okay better than you expect, I guess. it's better than you expect when you don't have a guy like Kyrie Irving yeah. but at the same time 14 and 8 that's a winning percentage just over 600 that doesn't get you to a trophy you know there yeah are, we're talking about them winning the east Right. So it's fourteen they, eight might not cut it. They can beat the Bucks without Kyrie Irving. No. But can they beat Toronto or Philly without Kyrie Irving? That's the thing. Or even the cat the Cavs. Even, the Cavs even I left the Cavs out of there just because they're a wild they're a mess of their own. We'll we'll talk about that yeah. later. And then the other thing with the Celtics, it's benches don't have as much of an effect in the playoffs as they do in the regular season. Um, head coaches tend to ride their starting five a lot heavier when the playoffs come. But I don't know if their bench is deep enough. It's so many times they've had to have these bench guys slide into starting roles, such as Terry Rozier now because Kyrie Irving's out. Yeah. 
their bench is is wearing thinner and thinner. And their core now, it's Horford, it's Jason Tatum, and it's Jalen Brown. That They can't lead a team to the finals, that group of three. I mean, it, like you said, you know, their bench, the depth is being hurt because of these injuries. Because right. guys who don't really play starting roles, you know, they'll be good bench players, but now they're their starters. So your bench players are more like guys who have been lower on the depth chart. Right. It's just these injuries, are, you know, they they hurt you come this time of year, you know. But depth is huge. Any good team that's going to make a run is going to have some depth. And, um, I, just, I don't know if they have it. It, hurt, it, it pains me to say, but... So we can agree yeah. the Eastern Conference is an absolute mess. Yeah, and typically it's really not a very interesting conference, in my opinion. It's it's like the Cavs, you know, are going to win. It's like one one team, one or two teams. Right. The Western Conference this year has been very uh, interesting to watch. Western Conference... There's, there's a lot of good teams. It's going to continue to be very fun to watch. Yeah. Because that one through eight, they it's, are all so I mean, talented. Look at the records compared to the East. Like, the teams that get in the... Eastern Conference Finals, not this year, but in past years, like teams have a losing record, they're in the playoffs. Right. It's like the West. You really need to have a a strong team, and you know Minnesota coming in at eight. Yeah, that's a team that really has a, a talented roster up and down. Um, that's a team that probably could have finished fourth or fifth if they were in the East. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. So, especially uh, the Warriors, not. I would say they they've underperformed this year. Golden State coming. They've in also at, been very plagued. With coming injury. in at two. Yeah, I mean. You, you, you know, with they're without Steph right now. Yeah, I mean they're they're um they've definitely you know, been hit hard with injuries, but even when they've been fully healthy, I don't I think the Rockets have been a more consistent team uh in the whole year or so. Well then let's settle now, Rockets or Warriors. That's probably what it's gonna come down to in the West. Uh for me, I'm I'm always gonna ride with the Warriors. I just think I said earlier, depth is it's key. And you know, when you've a t- and, you know, I know Steph he's kinda questionable for playoffs right now, but um even so, that's why they got Durant. Like, like one guy has an off night, another guy's gonna pick him up. That's kind of how they've how they've been able to do things in the past. You know, like especially with their shooters, they're they're a shooting team. So the thing with shooting teams is if they go cold, you know, you're kind of screwed. But with them, they have Kansas. <laughs> yeah. So with them, it's they have so many good shooters that I, you're never really gonna see all of them go cold on the same night. So I'm go- I'm always gonna go with the Warriors. I just, I can't really pick against them. They've looked lack- lackluster at times this year. They've gotten blown out a couple times, but I think come playoff time, they turn it on. Uh, Steve Kerr has his guys ready, and uh, I think regardless, I want to see that. I want to see that Warriors Rockets matchup. I think it'll go six or seven games, and it'll be an exciting series to watch. But I'm just gonna roll with the uh, the Dubs. Yeah, it'll be fun. The thing with the Warriors. Every time I look at one of their box scores this season, yeah. Steph, KD, or Klay Thompson, one of the three is not in the starting lineup due to injury or, or rest, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's rare that maybe it's just my bad luck. Maybe I'm just picking the wrong games to look at. But we're going to see all three of them, and Draymond too if you want to throw him in there, all four of them, oh, yeah, true. for an extended yeah. period of time. Well, not yet because Steph is still injured. But when he comes back, that extended period of time, and it's something that not many teams have gotten a chance to look at this season. That being said, I'm still going to take Houston. Oh, not, really? Yeah. Not because I hate the Warriors, because I don't. Like, they're crazy. Like, all the respect to them, they know how to play the game of basketball. First, Houston's won the season series, 2-1, to one, which doesn't really mean anything in the playoffs, but it means something in the playoffs. 
I mean, you know? I said earlier they they've proven they've proven to be the better team in the West this year. Right. But I I don't know. I just think around playoff time, this team is a different beast. It's like it's almost like a, a Cavs or a Heat team with LeBron that finishes second, but you know they're gonna make the finals, compete for the final. It's right. ca- that's kind of the feeling I get with these guys. The only thing for me is that the Warriors, after they lost Steph, those last 16, 17 games, they brutal. were stone, stone cold. Yeah, it's been brutal. They finished their season 7-10, and 10, and one of those 10 was a loss to Sacramento, mm-hmm. who yeah, they're definitely, they, they is think a they're act together. top five draft pick this year. <laughs> like, not good. And another one of those losses was a 14-point loss to San Antonio, who they play in the first round. They got smoked, too. They got smoked, smoked by the by, the Cavs, too, I believe. They got smoked by a bunch of teams yeah. in the last home stretch. Houston's just better on paper. Obviously, four games better on paper because you look at the standings, Houston's four games ahead. And they're healthier. They don't have a significant injury. Whereas, I don't know when Steph's coming back. I haven't looked into it. Yeah, it's I, it's it should it's be the before air. the conference finals, I think. But that's it very easily that, could not be. But, yeah, but like we said, the West is... It's a competitive conference. I think it will come down to the Warriors and Rockets uh, naturally, but you know it's not going to be a cakewalk to the no. Western Conference Finals. Even that first round matchup, you said San Antonio gave uh, the Warriors a run for their money recently, so we'll have to right. see how that series plays out. But it, it's overall, it's it's a much more exciting uh, race to watch. I believe this is the first time in a while that the NBA playoffs are going to be fun to watch before the Conference Finals. Because think about it, yeah, in, year, yeah. in years past, last year, the year before that, the year before that, the first round it was all like blowouts, except for maybe a 4-5 game. Like I know Blazers-Clippers was always pretty good. Dude, even... Or Clippers-Spurs. Even the Eastern Conference Finals last year, the Celtics got like thrashed. Yeah. Like that game too, it was like, I don't know the final score, but I'm pretty sure they had like 30-something points at half. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, early, like low 30s. So. so that being said... Now that we've established this is going to be a 1 through 16, a fun tournament to watch, there's always a dark horse. Yeah. That that high or low-seeded team, that 6 through 8, who does more than they are expected to. So who's your dark horse team? Uh, I'm going with OKC. Okay. I'm going with Thunder. Just, I mean, I know you're not picking it. We're not picking it based on paper, like what they are on paper, but you can't really deny they have a very talented roster. I mean individually. Individually. Yeah. So I guess I'm thinking the upside with them is when they've played together this year, like when they've all kind of you know, taken on their respective roles, uh, in particular Paul George, Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony, when they're playing as a unit, they're a very hard team to beat. And we saw that they beat uh Golden State by twenty. They've had some other uh, really good games and they've I think they've looked good down the stretch this season. It's just the one thing is that in the West, I, I do see them beating, I believe they play Utah first yeah. round. They're going to beat Utah. And they'll go play the Rockets, which... Which is brutal. It's a tough one to pick. It's probably easier to pick a dark horse in the East just because it's anyone's game this year. But I just think the talent that they possess is... Uh, you, know, you can't you can't overlook them. You know, and I think a lot of teams will. So. Right. I'm going to switch conferences. I'm going to go to the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. My original pick was the Bucks, the se- in that seventh seed, seventh seed with a favorable matchup against Boston. I'm looking at the bracket now, and why not just take every single five through eight seed in the Eastern Conference? Honestly. Five, yeah, five any, seeds the Pacers. Game. Anyone's game. The Pacers. Oladipo and Miles Turner is the best one-two combo that nobody cares about. 
and they get a Cavs a match against the Cavs where they could win in four, they could lose in seven, they could nobody knows what's going to happen that series. Yeah, it's very very up in the air right now. Six is the Heat, who have also been very good. They're like the epitome of a balanced basketball team. They have nine guys who score double digit points, which is crazy. And they're playing the Sixers, who may be without Joel Embiid, which means Hassan Whiteside doesn't have anybody to match up with, which mm-hmm. could end up being a great series. Yeah. Seven's the Bucks, which we went over. And eight's Washington. Washington was in at eight. Three last year. Yeah. Yeah, they they a good team. They have they have a good team. That backcourt first I don't know how they got stuck at eight. I don't know what happened this year. But that backcourt is so good. And they can beat anybody on any given night, I think. That John Wall and Bradley Beal. And that that kid Sadaransky, I don't know if you know who he is, but he comes off the bench, he's a pretty good scorer. Mm-hmm. Kelly Oubre is a good player off the bench. Like anybody in that Eastern Conference, five through eight, can beat a top four. Yeah, I, I agree. Even I picked the Raptors. You know, that's gonna be a tough matchup first round. I, I could see that going six, seven games. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just it's like I said, it's probably easier to pick an Eastern team just because you know they're all there's no one who's really that much better than right. the next team. So, so that being said, what's your uh, what's your finals matchup? I'm gonna stick with what you I said. said. I'm going Warriors in the West. Okay. You know, Houston is going to give them a run, I think. A couple other teams may, may give them a run. But, uh, yeah, so Golden State over. They're going to win the finals over Toronto. I want to see Toronto get in there. Toronto will be fun to watch the finals. Yeah. Those fans deserve it. Yeah, they've been on the rise for a little bit, I think. I think they've had a, they've ran into LeBron the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. This year, probably a lesser uh, version of that. So I, I, can see, I can see them getting in. I can see it. Obviously, the Warriors and the Rockets have to be the favorites in the West. Houston and Philly is what I think is going to be the finals matchup. I think Philly is going to beat the Heat. I think they're going to get the Celtics in a very favorable matchup because mm-hmm. they're not going to have Kyrie. <clears throat> they're going to beat Celtics. They'll get probably the Raptors. If they get the Cavs, they should beat the Cavs. Not, I wouldn't say no problem, but they split the season series against the Cavs in the regular season. And they would have home field advantage because they'll go three and the Cavs in the four. So they're going to get the Cavs. Or look at the Raptors at number one, who tend to underperform in the playoffs. Yes, not. I, I would compare them to the the Washington Capitals in the NHL. It's just been a lesser sample size. Right. It's been like they've pr- probably been re- relevant for like three, four years now. Yeah. You know, I think this year they they finally make that jump. You know, I, I see it this year with them. They're just they're playing with a lot of energy and. Um, their stars are like playing more consistent. You know, Demar Derozan's kind of been kind of a streaky player in the past. He's he's had a much more steady season than uh, with him and Lowry. That's a, that's a good combo. Did you say the Sixers are going to beat the Celtics in the semifinal? I I see that. Yep. I see okay. The Sixers. So, then we, so then we agreed with Rockets, Warriors, and Raptors, Sixers. Yep. Okay. We just we okay. we do. Dope. We do. All right. We're gonna move from one playoff bracket to another playoff bracket, and. One of our both of our favorite sports is hockey. That playoff bracket. Hockey's your, hockey's your favorite sport. I said one of. Our oh, okay, sports. okay. Yeah, Easy. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. Man. <clears throat> Once October That's rolls crazy. around, baseball playoffs start, then I will be locking myself in my room. But hockey's up there. It started yesterday. We saw the Penguins dismantle. Oh my Philly. god. It, rolled, awful. Rolled. Rolled them three in the third, three in the first period, seven nothing. It wasn't even a game. It, it was not like it was not fun to watch. Honestly, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. So that's why we watched Winnipeg and Minnesota. Yeah. Which great. was a much better game. Ex- excellent game. That Winnipeg great crowd game. is 
They're crazy. They're awesome, dude. They're like right on top of you. Yeah. White the whiteout. It's it's one of the best crowds in, in sports, all sports. And then, I don't know about you, but I finished last night watching Vegas and the Kings until one in the morning, just because I'm going to watch every single second of that playoff series. Yeah, it's insane. You see their uh, their intro was insane. Oh my gosh, I watched it this I mean, morning. It was so cool. Vegas, it's crazy how. I mean, granted, it's only their first year in the league, but they're like they're crazy about hockey. Yeah, I mean, it's West Coast hockey. I mean, you know, granted, it's playoffs, like I said, but um, that's gonna be an exciting one to watch. You know, especially with the Canes, they're perennially a good team. You know, they've won their share of Stanley Cups, so that's gonna be a kind of like an interesting dynamic. You got like this this ragtag group of like basically the guys no one wanted, right? On Vegas, right? You know, it's not sure it could. It's basically what they are. They've become the one seed against an L.A. team that's definitely, I think, built for the playoffs. Oh, yeah. You know, they could certainly, I think, winning that first series for the Canes, I wouldn't even consider that an upset. You know, I wouldn't consider it Just because they have yeah. the experience and, you know, the depth. But, yeah, that's going to be a fun one to watch for sure. I think probably the best storyline right now of the playoffs. For sure. Yep. And tonight, our teams play. I don't even know. You always say that, like, oh, I don't have a team. I just love watching hockey. But I'm, you're a Bruins fan. Oh, I'm definitely a Bruins fan. Okay. I'm just, I'm like a diehard Pats fan. Like, right. I literally, like, go nuts for right. the Patriots. I hate every other team. <laughs> hockey, like, I, I respect, I like watching players, like certain players. Like, I'll watch the Devils because I like Taylor Hall. Like, I'll watch uh, the Penguins because Crosby, Malkin. Like, but, yeah, the Bruins are obviously my team. And especially this year, I've kind of been upset with, how they performed the past three seasons, but I don't think anyone saw this coming this year, including myself. Yeah. Just guys who you really didn't know. Like I didn't even know who, like Jake DeBrusque, Danton Heinen were going into the season, and they're like key depth pieces to this team, and that's kind of been the story of this team is depth. That's they have like their experience on that first line: Bergeron, Pasternak, Marchant, and then you have you go four lines deep, and the D is just as good. So. I'm excited to see how the Bruins do. They're playing tonight against Toronto. Devils are playing tonight. We got a full slate, five games. It's going to be so much fun. It's it's tough because everything now like revolves around sports. Yeah. Was, like I gotta get my homework done early <laughs> because you know come seven o'clock I'm not going to be uh, missing any of these games. So one team that has an off night though tonight, it's going to be watching from the couch or probably watching film. I would say is probably more accurate as the Penguins, two-time defending champion. Can they do it again this year? You know, I think, honestly, they have the team to do it. I mean, they're basically the same team as last year, plus Broussard, you know, who's been a, a huge uh, ad for them. I mean, they definitely can do it. It's it's just a matter of, you know, the competition. It's, it's Boston and Tampa weren't really there last year. I don't think they had the toughest road to the finals last right. year. That's what I was going to say, is that, yeah, Pittsburgh hasn't changed, but Nashville got so much better, Tampa Bay got so much better, Boston got so much better. Yes. You know, they're, I think, like a model, them in Chicago, and Chicago didn't do as well this year, but them in Chicago are always there. Yeah. It's just all these teams just want to knock you off so bad, you know. It's, uh, it's, it's different for them being a defending champion, but I do think they're a lot better than people think. I think just because they're people are like a lot of analysts or just the common hockey fan is like uh, no one really repeats anymore like no one it's it's hard it's too hard to do but just watch them play like they 
they have as deep a team as there is in this playoffs. If Murray can get hot in goal, they've had some struggles with the goalie position. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that they can they can three peat. So do you think they will or no? Do I think they will? I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna okay. Say no. I want to say no, but it, it, I think it would shock me too, just because, like I said, if they did win, it would shock. It's you. a three. It's a three P. Like, right. but they have the team to do so. It's just a lot of more teams have the team to do so as well. Like, right. Like I said, Tampa, Boston. Uh, you could throw some other teams in there in the West, like Nashville, Winnipeg. So. Yeah, I mean, you're right. There hasn't been a team to three peat since the Islanders did it in the '80s. Which yeah, was they won four. Eight, they won eight, four eight, eight to eighty-three. They, they won four straight. straight. That was almost forty years ago. That's wild. Since then. I did my research on this and yeah. I put it on that to thread on our Twitter. Yes. So, like, I know yes. that through and through. Yeah. There have been three times since then when a team has won back-to-back titles. The third year when they try to make it three straight, not only have they not won, but they haven't even made the conference finals. Not even the Stanley Cup final, the conference mm-hmm. finals. They've been bumped before the conference finals every single time. Yeah. That's not me saying I think... Pittsburgh's going to get bumped before the conference finals. I think they'll make the conference finals, which they'll then lose to Boston. But I I don't – it's so hard to do it. And I know you were just talking about how people say that all the time and it's kind of a – it's an empty argument. But it it's so hard to three-peat, you know what I mean? And, yeah, they have a great team, but you have to get lucky enough to win a cup once uh-huh. and to win it three times in a row. It's almost unheard of. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I kind of go back and forth with this argument because, like, I'm watching this team. I'm like, this team's insanely good, you know, most talented team in in the league. But then, right, you look at the history. You're like, okay, it's kind of a daunting stat. The last thing to do it was 40 years ago. Right. So you know, you don't know if it's gonna happen. Um, and you got to think every each one of those three teams that won back to back. I forget. I know it was Edmonton one time, and then um, a couple others. People have had to have said, oh, they're so good. They can do it a third time. Like, they have the team to do mm-hmm. it. And that's how does that separate what they said then to what we're saying about Pittsburgh yeah. now? Like, what makes it different? And, like, we're saying that. We're saying that they're so good. But these teams that they're competing against, they're not saying that. Right. Boston, Tampa, they know that they can beat them. Even Washington, a team that has been just tortured by the <laughs> by the Penguins the past, you know, ever since Crosby and Ovi entered the league, it's always been Penguins over over Caps in that second round, and we're actually looking at that matchup potentially again. Yeah. Caps, Penguins, second round. You know, are the Caps going to lose again? Like, it, it's just it's a matter of time where, you know, all great teams rise and they fall. I'm not saying if the, if the Penguins don't win the Cup that they're going to fall, but it's just, to 3 P is just, it's a whole different, mm-hmm. to repeat, just to win one is one thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and repeating, I think last year they, last year I kind of expected them to win just by the way that they were playing, so. We'll have to see how it pans out once they get into the second, you know, in third rounds potentially. Yeah, it's funny because we've been talking about this and we the three teams that we just brought up as the potential teams to take down Pittsburgh mm-hmm. were Nashville, Boston, and Tampa Bay. We're forgetting yeah, even all Washington. Even Washington. Yeah, even Washington. Mm-hmm. We're forgetting all about Vegas, who the one seed in the in the Pacific, their entire season has been crazy. They beat the Kings last night. They're proving everybody wrong. Everything that we say about them has gone on to be proven wrong. Can they keep it going? And they, they have that, Vegas has that, you know, everything they gain, nothing to lose mentality, right. which is it's huge. I mean, there's no pressure on this team. You know, I guess there it could be now just because they've proven to be a great team this year, but they're still playing. You know, the way they play is extremely fun to watch. It's just 
a group of they play a very desperate game. And, um, you could see it last night in game one. We didn't touch on it too much, but they come out there, they're flying. Like mm-hmm. it's just it's so hard to contain this team. And uh, I would love to see Vegas get in. You know, go far. Will it happen? Only time will tell. I'm not doubting them, but I'm also not like one of these guys who's saying like they're gonna make it. You know, it's kind of it's up in the air right now. You said them beating the king, them losing to the Kings would not be an upset. I said that earlier, yes. But them beating the Kings would not be an upset. It's a 50-50 series, you think? Yeah, because it's it's two different types of team. Like teams, like Vegas is the you know up and coming, energy, full of energy in life, and the Kings are more just like I guess balanced, taking care of business, kind of taking care of business. They've they've done it before. It's it's no new task to them. Right. As it is, the Vegas team. So, but they, they do have some. Experience, you know, some veterans on that team. That their two biggest guys, Fleury and James Neal, were both in the the Stanley Cup final last year. Yeah, yeah, but it's been more so. Like I thought it was just gonna be those two running the show, but it's been guys like William Carlson, right? Uh, Mar- Marcus so uh, just guys, I need his jersey. Guys like that stepping up. I need a Marcus jersey. Really? Yeah. yeah. A little premature. A little premature. Mm, nope. No? I like him. He's gonna be there for six years. He signed a big time contract. Oh, he session. did. It's, it's good to see that. Uh, I hope Vegas is there for a while. Obviously, right now we're just talking about. Yeah, you know, 2018, but I'd like to see them just, yeah. like, you've never seen it. you'll never see an expansion like this again. You won't. I, I'll, I'll bet on that. The thing with me with this Vegas team, as far as the playoffs is concerned, is we talk so much about how you can, if you get a goalie that's hot, you can ride them the entire playoffs. If Flurry keeps playing out of his mind, who's to say they can't go and meet Nashville in the conference finals? Like, he's, he had a great game last night. He made a... Do you see the juggling save he made yesterday? I'm not going to lie. I didn't catch too, too much of that game. Had a big uh, instrumental volleyball yeah. matchup. But I saw I saw the beginning, uh, the first period. Someone, I forget who it was. I, maybe it was uh, uh, Kopitar. Rifled the shot at him, bounces off his glove, and it's like up in the air. Yeah. And while Kings and Golden Knights are circling him, he taps it up on his stick twice and then catches it. It was like the most Vegas, not even the Vegas <laughs> hockey team. It was the most Las Vegas in general thing yeah. that I've ever seen. I mean, this you said it. This team is like the definition of like unified hockey. Like they don't have that one guy. You, no, like, that, and that's huge. I mean, right. I, I think hockey players in general aren't the most selfish athletes, but. When you don't have that guy, you don't really rely. Like, having to rely on a, a, a player or even a line is extremely tough. Dangerous. It's dangerous because what if they underperform? Like, exactly. This team is like a different guy steps up each night, and it's been that way the whole season. And it was even that way last night. So it's like we can't doubt them until we see them fail, and we really haven't yet. We, you're so. right. We have not. And so we talked about it with, with basketball. We'll talk about it with hockey. It's a lot easier to have a dark horse team in hockey playoffs just because that's how the game is. Yeah, like that's how it is. Yeah. Like you can, it's a lot easier to win four against a good team in hockey than it is to win four against a good team in basketball. Yeah, like to put it into perspective, Nashville made the cup last year. They were the, the last team to make the playoffs. They were li- they were the sixteen. They were literally seed. the sixteen seed. Yeah, and they made the cup. So that's because you rely so much less on individual efforts in hockey. Like mm-hmm. basketball, you could get LeBron James go off for forty and ten and win four straight. Yep. That's not the point. The point is, who is your dark horse team in the in the NHL playoffs? Uh, for dark horse, I could go a lot of different directions. You know, like you said, it's easier. There's not really such a thing as a dark horse in the NHL playoffs. But um, coming in at the three seed, I don't think a lot of people have paid attention to this team all year. Uh, maybe just for their past playoff failures. Uh, San Jose Sharks. Okay. You know, it's a team that two years ago made the Cup final, and it's a much similar constructed roster to that of 
out of the 2016 team. You know, I think a lot of it, honestly, Brent Burns, a lot of it's on his shoulders because he played out of his mind in that 2016 yeah. playoffs. And he's played out of his mind this year. He's got the most points tied with John Klimberg for most points as a defenseman. So you can see, like, even last year, like, this team didn't win, but the Senators had, you know, Eric Carlson playing major minutes, contributing, like, having that de- that shutdown D-man who also can contribute offensively is huge in the playoffs. So I think if they can ride him and obviously, like we said, riding their, goal- riding their goalie, uh, Martin Jones is going to be key. But, you know, it's it's a team that should be desperate just because they haven't really done much. Like, what have they done in the playoffs? I mean, they made the cup final, yeah, but you don't get a trophy for making the finals. Um, so Joe Thornton, the clock's ticking with him. He's getting old, and uh, he wants one more crack at it, I'm sure. And uh, Pavelski, Couture, they play a very a very tight game and uh you know I could I can definitely see them they have a favorable first round matchup with Anaheim a team that they're used to playing they know them well they've defeated them in the past and uh you know we could see where they go from there but yeah I'd like I'd like to see San Jose get in there again so yeah I'm going to keep it in the west I'm going to say the Minnesota Wild yeah against, I was going uh, I was going with them too Winnipeg. Yep. the problem is they were in a cutthroat central division cuz uh-huh. if they beat Winnipeg they go and probably play Nashville but Devin Dubnik is quietly one of the best goalies in the league, I think. He's so good. They have that healthy balance of veteran leadership and, and youth. Zach Parise, Koivu, um, Ryan Suter, and Jordan Greenway, the young kid from uh, gonna, uh, from BU, right? Jason Zucker. Is and Jason Zucker. Had a huge year. And Eric Stahl. I can't forget, Eric Stahl is their leading scorer. Yeah. And he's just had a resurgence. Yeah. yeah. That line, Parise, Koivu, and Granlund, crazy. Exciting, yeah. It's a good line. Um and against Nashville this season, Nashville had one of the best seasons in recent NHL memory. Minnesota was three and two against them. Mm-hmm. No, they're very they, underrated. They're, yeah, they're, they're very. Were, it's because they're in that that tough division. Yeah. Why I was kind of reluctant to pick them. It's like you got to do Winnipeg. That's a huge, huge thing to ask. Of and they're already down one nothing. And they're down one nothing. Granted, I thought they played well last night. Um, and I see that being a good series. But you win that, yeah, you're probably playing Nashville. I like. The Sharks matchups, like I like how they yeah. match up against Anaheim, and in that second round, probably Vegas, either Vegas or LA. Like, like I like their chances getting that right. West final. Uh, Minnesota, I think, can do it, but it's just the road is gonna be a lot, more, a lot tougher, you know. It's gonna be fun. Um, so then, before we get into our over under game, we did. Is your uh, is your Stanley Cup prediction still Nashville and Boston? That's uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Nash- Nashville, Nashville, Boston. I think a lot of people are picking that. Um, my Dark Horse team, I I can see, if they get to that Western Conference Finals, I can see them winning it because, yeah. like, it's kind of how they were in 2016. It was just momentum. Like, they were just playing so well. And uh, obviously it's a different year, but it's a lot of the same pieces, you know, with added experience, right? which is both good and bad. But uh, I still think, you know, going with my gut, it's Boston is very, you know, they're, I think they're the most built for this playoff run, and Nashville has been dominant all season. So yeah. I think they'll continue it, and uh, that would be a great, great Stanley Cup final. So, well, that's it for the analysis. But we're gonna get into a fun game. Mm-hmm. We've we've both played over unders. We know how they work. We've come up with over under questions for each other as a little fun mini game to end it off. So how do you want to do? Do you want me to go first and do mine, or you go first and do yours, or Let's go back go, and ready? forth? 
Let's go like kind of rapid fire. Like you ask me, and I just gotta think right away. Perfect. Do right we'll away. go. We'll do, you do one, I do one, or I do all mine. Then you, you do, do all one. mine, then I do all mine. Okay. All right. Ready? Yep. Over under one and a half Sidney Crosby hat tricks in the playoffs. Uh, we already, we already one. have one. Under. Under? You don't under. think there's another one? Nah, it's playoffs. Over under twenty and a half times that we hear or see the phrase "trust the process" in game one of the first round. Oh, game one. I'm going under, but that's a good one because it's going to be a, a lot. They're going to be saying that a lot. Over under 28 and a half James Harden playoffs points per game. Uh, over. That guy's a beast. Over under two and a half times NBC says a last name Gostaspear wrong. Oh, they mess up a lot of names. <laughs> that's that's over. That's over. This is if the Devils win. If the Devils beat Tampa Bay. <laughs> over under three and a half straight days that I wear my Devils jersey. You're going under because they aren't winning. Okay. So. But if they do win. Oh, it's it's like hypothetical. It's it's hypothetical if they win. Oh, if they win, yeah, you don't have a whole lot of whole lot of uh, devils apparel. So <laughs> you're going the same Marty Brodeur shirt okay. you're wearing right now. Um, we've got two Can- we've got two Canadian teams in the playoffs, one in the West, one in the East. So over under half of one Canadian team in the Stanley Cup final. In the Cup final, gotta go under because I didn't pick any. I picked uh, Nashville and Boston. Uh, last one. Over under two and a half. Russell Westbrook triple doubles in the playoffs. Over. 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 Yep. That was good. All right. Go well, well. I like the creativity. All right. So starting with basketball, we got the eight seeded Timberwolves. Um, over under point five wins versus Houston. Over. I think they get one. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going five point five over under. Uh, wild card wins total. Uh, I will say over because I think the Jackets beat the Capitals. I think the Kings take at least two from Vegas, and I think that my Devils get one. Okay. Um, over under 1.5. Draymond Green fouls for a groin kick or something along those lines. You know, something like a midsection area. Yeah, like a dirty play. I will say under just under. because they don't make the NBA Finals, so he doesn't oh. have that many games to do it. I say he gets one. That is a scorching take. All right. <laughs> um, Ready hockey will go over 12.5. Over under 12.5. Goals will be scored by the leading goal scorer in the uh, playoffs. I'm gonna say over just because last year it was Gensel with 13, right? Mm-hmm. Year before that, uh, somebody in the Penguins had 14. Maybe not the Penguins. It was Pavelski had 14. Yeah, it's typically it's typically over, yeah. but it, I'll it's, take over. It's hard though. Okay, that's a that's a good bet. Um, over under two and a half. Series wins for the Rockets. Over. They make the finals. Over under. Ready? Two and a half. Sidney Crosby baseball bat style goals. You know, he's had like three in the past. Yeah, month. he had one against the Devils, which made me very angry. He had one last night against the Flyers. Yeah, he? so this is including the one last night. So, like. So, okay. It's saying he'll have um, two for the rest of the playoffs. Over. Why not? Okay. Just because they look sick, and I want to see as many as yeah, possible can. They, they're a fun time. Um, they're a fun time. This is a good one. Over under 12 and a half times, the commentators mentioned that Ovechkin has never made a conference finals. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the over, just because I feel like that is synonymous with yeah. trust the process. Like, people, they're not going to forget like about it. It's like they're associated. They're so yes. close. To, yeah. That's not just Ovi, one. but the Capitals that was in general, but it's Ovi because he's Ovi. It's like yeah. He's... Like this is the guy who what led the league in goals this year? Like Has made a cup final? Like every year. He's he scores like forty a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was fun. I like I like the games. I do. Yeah.
That one's a little quicker than usual, but I still, that one was a good time. Mm -hmm. So that's it for our playoff edition. We covered a, a lot of ground. I love talking playoffs, Joe. I don't know about you. I Playoff talk is so much fun. It's, it's great because, like, there's only so much you can talk about in the regular season. It's 82-game right. season. It's like now you get playoffs. It's every game matters. It's uh, it's the best. You know, it's the best time of year. Talking about a, a Penguins-Flyers game in April is so much more fun and meaningful than talking about a Penguins-Flyers game in December when nobody's going to yeah, win the next day. Yeah, it's... Uh, feeling I've had for a while. I think they play way too many games. I think. Yeah. I think NBA and NFL. Not NFL plays. No. NBA, NHL, <laughs> and MLB. They play so many games. Like, I don't like seeing these like games not mean a whole lot. You yeah. know, it's like NFL at sixteen. Every game is uh, a battle. Every game means something. It's like I think the best year of hockey I remember watching was, was the short, lockout year. Yeah. It was like forty something games. Every game, everyone was so energized. It was I a lot more fun to watch. I, I agree with you with, with basketball and hockey. The thing with baseball is you really can't cut that season short just because the way the sport works, one player could go cold and you miss the playoffs. Like, like if the baseball season was 40 games long. I don't think it should be that short. How long would you say that? I say, I'll go a time frame. I think they should start the win when they do, early April. Right. And in August and have playoffs in okay, September. Okay, so it's like so, 100 games? So it's like, yeah. it's Because, like, baseball isn't as physically demanding as right. hockey or basketball, but, you know, I just think it goes way too long. Like, it's okay. like the off-season's short. Pretty much have no off-season. Uh, I, I feel like, for me even, just from a fan's perspective, like, right when you get to October, everything's starting up. It's it's basketball, it's hockey, it's football. Like, just end the season in the summer. Right. I, I think of baseball as a spring and summer sport. But yet, they play the most meaningful games when it's, like, freezing out. I just, I'd rather see it go shorter. But that's, yeah. you know, that's just, I, me. that's just me. I think... That's just me. It's all I can me. see that. I think if they were to trim the season, they should trim it off the beginning, just because it's, this year especially, with the climate and everything, we've had, what, three or four snowy games get caused yeah. with snow already, which never happens. But you can even look at it, like, the Phillies, when they won the World Series, it was, like, Snowing in October. Yeah, you're right. So it goes both ways. I think it's just it's a spring and summer sport, and it it goes too long for me. I think it should just be played in the spring and summer months. That's you know, and with with hockey and NBA, it's more of a, a health issue. It's like right, you know, playing a hockey game is extremely grueling. Playing one, you know, it's on your body. Same yeah. with basketball. Basketball, your knees get it does a number on your knees. So um, it's more fun just to watch. I'd rather watch like forty meaningful games than eighty-two. Okay. Haphazardly, haphazardly games. <laughs> I feel. I feel like you're yeah. right. I feel like. Yeah. If um, if there were fewer games, then like the teams would be more energized. That would be fun. Yeah, look at college hockey, dude. Yeah. You said you love college hockey. I do. They play two games a week. Yeah. And they're like ready to go. You can just see it, and I don't see that in the pros as much. I see it in the playoffs. And like I said, that's why it's the best time of the year. Yeah, it's, it's playoffs. For sure. Um, I'm gonna go back to my dorm room now and watch the Devils and hopefully not cry. Yeah. But tough, tough task. Um, I mean, you don't have a whole lot to expect. No offense. Huh? I won't be crying. You know, you don't have a whole lot to expect. No, I'm gonna cry. Out of them. I'm gonna cry, Joe. I'm just kidding. It's the first time in six years we've been playing hockey in April. So yeah. As long as we don't pull a Flyers and lose seven nothing, I'll be happy. It's like one of the stories that has definitely flown under the radar. Right. Due to Vegas, obviously. Um, we'll take it. I mean, they were not not a single person picked them to make the playoffs. They're probably like a, a bottom two team in the conference, 
Uh, I've loved seeing what the Devils have done this year. They're so fast. Mm-hmm. Everybody on that team can skate. They can fly. They get, they really get on you. And um, especially because they got Grabner at the deadline. He is fast. Uh, that's, he's like the fast kind of league. Yeah. That guy can jump out of a pool. It's <laughs> it's crazy. He's explosive. Uh, and Hall, Taylor Hall, what he's done this year, we've talked about it last week. It's just it's been contagious throughout the whole roster. I don't know if I'm gonna get it now, but. By the time that the first game of the season next year comes around, yeah. I will have a Taylor Hall jersey. And I, I, will be I might too. I might I'll too. get one for you. I might too. I'll get one for you. But right. until then, I think it's time that we head out. Make sure to <clears throat> follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at Sporting Report Daily. Our Twitter is at Sports Rep Daily. And our website is www.sportingreportdaily.us. We're on iTunes, so if you're not listening to us on iTunes right now, be sure to check us out on iTunes because we also stream on podcast.com. Mm-hmm. Getting iTunes is huge. That's oh, huge. my gosh. I was so happy. I was over the moon. I mean, it wasn't too difficult, but it's just way easier. You know, to, it was like, a long to process. Yeah. And yeah. I, f- I just feel so much better about myself being able to go on my iPad and search. Like, look at the podcast. It's so cool. Yeah, it's next so to, cool. like, like, like first take in Baseball Tonight and see Sporting Report Daily. Chicklets, spin chicklets. That's my, that's my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so we got playoffs, and I'm going to be watching them like crazy, and nothing I haven't mentioned yet. Until next week, until next Thursday, um, I may or may not be in a very good mood, depending on how this Devils and Lightning series goes. We'll find out. Yeah. But just enjoy it. Just enjoy it, you know? You know what? I'll enjoy the first two games. Enjoy if we go down to nothing, then I'll get upset. Hey, you can never, you're never out until you lose at home. That's the it way It isn't over until the fat lady sings. Or until you that's lose at home. That's what they say. <laughs> Or until you lose a home. (laughs) All right. All right. Until next time, I think it's time that we sign off. All right. Peace out.